This episode of This Black Girl Podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is a super easy app that allows you to create, record, and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer, distribute it so it can be heard across multiple listening platforms, allows you to make money with no minimum listenership, and have everything you need all in one place. Plus, it is absolutely free. So to get started today, just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, hello. Welcome to this Black Girl Podcast. You are here with one half of your host, Miss Ola Miss Lola, aka Lola, um, the beautiful, vivacious Hill Diva is currently away and will be returning to us soon, but I still wanted to bring you another wonderful episode. Um, this episode, I actually brought back the mister. I'm, I'm also beautiful and vivacious. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you are. Thank you. Um... And he will be talking to me regarding a submission that we received regarding a um, questionable relationship that brings into the discussion of toxic femininity. Um, I'm going to have the mister outline it a little bit and then we're going to hopefully pick it apart and try to understand it. Okay, so first of all, for the sake of everybody's privacy, we're going to rename our main couple here to, what was it, Brian and... Brian and Kelly. Brian and Kelly. So Brian is in a weird space in the pandemic. He's not feeling too hot. He's browsing around on Tinder. Matches up with Kelly. Mm -hmm. They end up going out being a little bit of a thing. But... Kelly is pretty adamant at this point that uh, Brian wants more of this relationship than she's willing to give. She kind of signed up on this thing being kind of casual, and he keeps on asking for more, asking for more, asking for more. Um, so the relationship keeps on going and developing, and eventually Kelly, out of I don't know, I don't know if it's out of nowhere, but eventually she has to take a break. Okay. She has to take a break from the relationship. Um, but our friend, our friend, our friend Brian, he just can't have it. And he eventually convinces the girl to try to set up a friends with benefits kind of relationship. Uh-huh. But he's still set in his ways and he still wants to be taken care of. So. <laughs> okay. Um, first thing I want to say is. This sounds so toxic already. There's <laughs> oh no, no, I'm, and I'm I'm criticizing myself because there, you know, the saying you can't make a hoe a housewife. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a hundred percent accurate. Sexuality is not in correlation to being a homemaker. How you can manage, live in a house, share a household with people. So I already know that's not true, but I felt that vibe from when you said they met off of Tinder. Because, like, I feel like the purpose of Tinder specifically as a dating app was not, like, to date, but more just to hook up. 
I'll, you That's know, the impression I've always had of Tinder was like a hookup app. You want to get, you want some, you want some pussy, you want some dick, you go on Tinder. That's why like you only swipe and if people are mutually interested, you set up a time and date to meet up. Maybe you go on a little date or something, but the end goal is like DTF. See, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm going to put myself in the unfortunate position of defending Tinder. Because Tinder is definitely everything you said. It 100% is everything you said. But, but, <laughs> but, like, what's the alternative here? Like, I don't know if plenty of fish, like, to me, plenty of fish just seems like an exercise in turning a human into a, like, a spreadsheet. And then try um, to make sure the spreadsheets match. Agreed. But I feel like Plenty of Fish is also very archaic. Like, there's so many True. other places. There's, like, Meet Me which and um, Badoo, which is more like a blend of social media slash dating. I didn't love there... Badoo, but yeah. Oh, my gosh. I still get notifications from Badoo. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it, Badoo. Um, but there's, there's Match.com. There's OkCupid, which has its own crazy algorithm that if you answer their questions it matches people based on possible compatibility like I feel like there's more websites dedicated to like actual dating whereas like Tinder I would put that in the category of like not necessarily like an Ashley Madison kind of situation but like those those websites that are meant like explicitly like hot moms in your area <laughs> cute college girls in your area meet them now like tinder i feel like it's that amalgamation of those i mean i definitely feel like tinder has had that reputation and it's leaned into it especially more recently mm-hmm. especially if you look at its advertisements where it's a little bit less about finding a relationship and more about finding yourself a good time tonight <laughs> lol i'm laughing because um the room that we're in there's a ad playing on the screen. It's paused and it's for a dating app. I'm not gonna list. I'm not gonna say which one it is, but it's not Tinder. Um, it's another dating app again that's meant for finding a possibly long-term partner. I definitely, I definitely agree. Like I said, that Tinder um, is advertising itself as no longer. It's it's more advertising itself as a place to hook up rather than a place to find a relationship. Yeah. But I felt like this it initially got this rap in the first place just for having a shorter form, faster kind of like dating interface as opposed to a longer, more in-depth form of like a plenty of fish or an okay cupid. Yeah, and well just... I feel like that's that's because that was its purpose. You want something quick, it's doing something quick. Like like you're not gonna just look at somebody and be like, I know we're meant to be together for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I have to know your top M- your top ten <laughs> albums first on plenty of fish. <laughs> No, but some people. I'm just very off topic. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's fine. That's fine. You're right. But (laughs) that's the impression I get from Tinder. Yeah. Speaking as a woman, I'm assuming Kelly possibly had that impression based off of how you're how you're building this out, fleshing out the story. Is that like her impression was something casual? Because Tinder has the impression of something casual. It seems like Brian may have had the presumption of wanting something immediate, but hoping that it could turn into something long-term. I mean, honestly, like, it's a tough situation because the truth is I feel like both of them weren't necessarily their best selves, let's say, in this relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely feel like Kelly kind of took on 
more than she probably could have handled and maybe led him on for a bit too long. Okay. Because she was too wishy-washy with what she really wanted. But then also Brian was also not forthcoming with what he clearly wanted in the end. Okay, for more, for a little bit more clarity, how old is Brian and Kelly? Oh my gosh, Brian is 33 and I think Mm -hmm. Kelly is like 24, 25. The expectation of having a 24-year-old know what she wants in life, let alone in a relationship, you're at, mm. that's, I feel like that's doomed to fail. I mean, you're not, I, I don't totally disagree with that either. I don't think it's impossible, but I do think it's less than likely. And I, as much as I sympathize with Brian for wanting, you know, something more, something, all of that good stuff, like, how can you look at somebody younger than you with less life experience and expect them to like take care of you. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a big ask. Yeah, for sure. It's a big ask. Uh, for sure, for sure. But um I might bring him on the show one day. I wanna ask him why don't you date women your own age? I feel like he might think it's a personal attack though. No, I know why <laughs> I know why he doesn't. And honestly it's because he feels like that he like he just doesn't feel like he matches up with women his age. Like, that's the thing, is if you're kind of, like, in a situation where you, like, don't have an education, you're not super happy with your job yet, you're not super happy with where your life is going, Mm -hmm. it feels easier and more on your level to match up with a younger woman who is a student and hasn't started their life yet, and so it feels more like they don't know where their life is going. But if you don't know where your life's going and they don't know where their life's going, how do you expect them to know what to help serve and, like, help, like, contribute to needs anyways i feel like this is also diverging yes okay so the point is we're so kelly and brian they get together kelly thought it was something simple brian wants it to be something a little bit more complicated she's a little wishy-washy he's a little um i don't know what needy i mean yeah he's a lot needy and i feel like she's more than a little wishy-washy I definitely feel like part of the problem here is that um, we had two people who whose like bad habits really fed into one another. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kelly was too—I don't know if she was too scared. I mean, I don't know what it was. I'm not her, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, she didn't want to just put her foot down and end it. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, like that opened the door for Brian to try to like sneak in and ask for more or think that more was possible. Right. Um, well, the, the thing that's the wildest about this story is that like they were actually kind of miserable together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Fun fact. They just, they, they stressed each other out a lot. Really? Okay. Um, wow. I've, okay. The wishy-washy thing, I can also see that as, like, something opportunistic, which is not a positive characteristic for Kelly. That's that's true. Just to, just to aside for a second, yeah. I have a much more sympathetic view of Kelly yeah. than, than Lola here has of Kelly. That's fair, because we've been hearing bits and pieces of the story, and now we're actually kind of, like, putting it all together and having this discussion with you guys. Um, but... I just think certain certain like moves, I guess, quote unquote moves she's done, made decisions she's made, have been kind of more opportunistic rather than like 
being yeah. wishy-washy, I feel like. Yeah, because there, there are certain things, like, with this break that she initially wanted to take, like, she promised or she promised Brian that, like, she would message back within a few days and then just totally didn't. And when it was convenient for her, messaged him back and didn't really apologize for putting him out on a lark, not keeping her word, that kind of stuff. And that yeah. kind of stuff is, like, I agree, extremely sus. I mean, if somebody's telling you, like, oh... I want us to be friends, or I still want us to be close, or I want us to have this sort of relationship, but then they're also not maintaining the relationship. They're maintaining it at their convenience or at their whim. I always kind of red flag that as attention-seeking behaviors. Like, if... And, like, I don't want to say if I, because, like, I don't... I like to think I haven't done this. Maybe I have, and I'm guilty of it, but, like my thought process is it's like if you're if there's a guy that's pursuing you that you're not really interested in and I've already kind of caught this vibe from Kelly that like she's not interested in Brian she likes the attention she gets from Brian and based off of a few other things he told me she likes like you know she likes attention she likes I don't know enjoys the sex whatever whatever they have like those occasional moments I feel like she just wants it when she wants it or when she's not getting attention from somebody else who she may find more interesting. Then she hits up Brian and is like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then gives a sob story for Brian to feel bad for her so that it doesn't, it kind of masks the fact that like, I'm toxic. (laughs) Yeah. And especially because like, like you said, like, is it all just a, a story to mask the fact that she's going out, she's still talking to people, and, like, she finds herself a new flavor of the week, but eventually, like, when that doesn't work out, she ends up going back to Brian for attention. I could easily see that, and, like, kind of stepping back to, like, talking about Tinder, Tinder is meant for short term. Tinder is meant for flings. So it's, like, I'm sure she was probably talking to, like, a few other guys on Tinder and got, you know, and Brian was just another one on the list. And then when she got tired of Brian, she started talking to somebody else. And then that person got tired of her. or They fizzled out for what reason or another. She goes back to Brian because he's easier access because she already has that access. Mm. So it's like, it's kind of easy to be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And then you already know she's trying to avoid accountability for being a, no, sorry, my fellow females for being a shitty human being. Um, but like, you know, Hey, how's it going? I spent like all last night crying in my sleep and I'm so stressed. Can you come eat my pussy please? Like, like that's, that's really toxic. That's like, that's so, so gross. Especially when you see like some of the things like like he like Brian had mentioned at one point to us like they were talking about getting married having kids having babies like I don't talk that talk with people unless I mean it yeah you know just because again that's something like you don't want to get somebody's hopes up that's like a lot of people spend their life or future thinking about their future and thinking like maybe that's not an option for them Like, if anybody told me back then when I was younger, maybe around her age, that I would be a mother now, Mm. I wouldn't believe them. 
I really was ready to grow up just being like the cool aunt with like a million grandbabies and just doing and like you know dating a new man each month or whatever (laughs) so I went from that to being a MILF (laughs) like (laughs) if somebody told me that I wouldn't have believed them so like a lot of people especially when you make them feel like that's an option for them and then you just like peace out it sucks it really it really sucks but like i mean here's the here's the hot hot take yeah for most people we're talking about you know people feeling like marriage or whatever isn't an option is an option for them i feel like a lot of people like they want the marriage they want the relationship but they kind of don't care who fills the slot at some point yes and i kind of feel like that's kind of this relationship here too is that like they they both want specific things out of another person but not necessarily out of each other specifically like it kind of feels like you can have any person (coughs) slot in and take care of them or eat them out or have sex and like the relationship is still fine yeah but then the question is if if that's the case and those and that position can be interchangeable why haven't i i can't say either one because we already don't know uh, one of the other situation but like why are they still fucking with each other if that position is so interchangeable i mean i definitely agree with you because it's like uh, to, to, to get a little farther in so then like we we have this whole breakup they try to do friends with benefits mm-hmm. eventually she ends up finally getting the gall to put her foot down but then loses the gall to put her foot down and a week later is texting Brian asking what's been going on with him and giving sob stories about what's been going on yeah because she specifically said like it would be best if they didn't talk anymore yeah, and to and to Brian's credit, he really took that to heart, accepted it, didn't message the girl yeah. when she messaged him was super cordial but distant. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those things where it's like, "How's going on with you? Oh, I'm cooking dinner. I'm talking to a friend, but nothing specific about what's going bad, what's going wrong. Yeah, none of that kind of stuff was like obviously really distant. Yeah, but this girl was just coming in so hard and fast with all of her feelings, just dumping it on him. Yeah. Now I now I've been saying for a minute that she just likes the attention i'm not gonna call brian a simp because he's not and i know that's that's the lingo nowadays okay call men who care about their women and want to you know cherish them and treat them well want to call them a simp and all that but in this case i'm not gonna call him a simp but i feel like she wants him to be a simp but that like she's she, not he wants only... her to be her his simp too then. like that's also the but problem. it's not going to work because no, it's she's not. not giving like she's never given it to him like that that's that's the problem like words unfortunately in like life when you're growing up like words mean nothing it's all about action if she's talking about oh my god i love you yeah let's be together oh my goodness let's do this let's have babies like no that's not that that's not it like like what is it it's like okay is she is she what is her plans after she's done school if she's done school is is she trying to are you guys trying to have end goals of moving in if if um let's say like their family planning 
like is she is she do they have savings put away for like a child have they met each other's parents have they met each other's friends i doubt that i doubt any of that has happened no no <laughs> i don't even have to be there and i already know so you're telling me I'm ju- I'm just saying like I understand certain milestones or certain expectations in relationships. When you're dating somebody, you're expected to like if you're dating somebody long term and you expect to be integral into each other's lives, then certain things have to integrate. Like I've met your family. Mm. You've met my family. I've met your friends. You've met my friends. <laughs> You know, like, like, are, is everybody super hunky dory? I would say eighty percent. Mm. But like, does everybody have to be hunky dory? No. But like that that exists. Yeah, it exists. And the fact that this doesn't exist, it's like it's putting a restriction and putting people in a bubble. The only time I've ever seen girlfriends or women dating men who they don't bring around friends family of that nature are men that they do not see a future with men that are just serving a purpose to them or somebody like they just like they don't want like either that or she has another man because those are, to be honest these are those are the three reasons like i have and and maybe some of my girlfriends are toxic too maybe but like i've had girlfriends and i'm not going to lie i've been a girlfriend where i've dated casually like two maybe three guys three is too many three boyfriends are way too many but i've dated different guys and like you know there was one guy who i really liked i didn't mind having them around friends maybe my family whoever and then I've had boyfriends where like literally nobody knew them at all they just knew me and that's it and that's because I had hesitations to about them I had suspicions about them or like I just didn't like I you ain't it you're all right but you ain't it you know or well I don't know I don't like being so sussy and having like sneak around different boyfriends be like this boyfriend one this boyfriend two but, um, like, I've had girlfriends that don't bring guys around because they have boyfriends. And they're worried about another um, person being like, oh, yo, what happened to Kyle? Right? And then yeah, they're like, who's Kyle? The beach, yeah. yeah, you know, so, like, I feel like it's, it's possibly one of those three. Especially if they're still in such a bubble because, like... I understand quarantine makes it very easy to do that as well, but like we live in a very liberally digital society where like everybody can like we've been on Discord groups, yeah, you know, like we we've done WhatsApp group calls, we've done you know Google Hangouts, everything, you know. So it's like there's no excuse for people to extend out further into like your social circle if you are like socially as a couple there's no reason for that not to happen and if that's not happened it's because there's a reason yeah and so I I don't know I feel like his hope for something more makes him blind to a lot of these red flags that she's been like 
twirling. <laughs> Not even waving. She's twirling up like a baton. Like, she's yeah. captain of the flag squad. Like, with all of these red flags. And I feel like she's just so hopeful of being like, oh, just one. I just need just one. Just one woman. Just one. See, like, and I don't know. No shade, Brian. <laughs> No shade. Like, for me, I I feel like, you know, I I don't necessarily know that she was necessarily stringing him along and necessarily had another guy on the side, so I don't want to go that far. But what I will say is that, like, and this goes out to all all the women out there, Mm -hmm. like, as someone who grew up as a very sensitive man, sometimes you women need to shut up, (laughs) take responsibility, and just actually end the relationship. Oh like, God. I'm sorry that shit's scary to you, but sometimes you actually need to fess up and let a man know that it's over and tell him to go away. Okay. Can I can I just speak as a woman responding to that, though? Yeah. You can't say that for every situation just because sometimes the result of conflicts like that ends up with harm. Because some men and, are very and someti- aggro and, sometimes- and some men are very aggressive. And sometimes the result of this kind of thing when you don't do it is also harm. I agree. I agree. A different level of harm. But I'm just talking about in terms of defense, like physical harm. Like some women are scared. No, I I, I, I understand that. But I also feel like if that's like where you're, I don't want to say if that's where you're at. Like don't date the dude. Don't go on the first date if you feel like it's us. And I definitely understand and respect that point. Yeah. But also, like, I'm tired. I, I hear stories and I've gone through situations where it feels like women are just willing to hurt a man over and over again. Mm-hmm. Essentially for their own convenience. Because um, they're they're not willing they're not willing to necessarily risk a thing in order to like break off the relationship. No, and you're right. You're right. Um like uh, I don't want to defend women. Like, here's the thing. I feel like a part of it is because she is younger than her. Younger, younger than, than him. him. Um, she's obviously dumb. <laughs> Sorry, girl. <laughs> you know? And maybe isn't experienced enough in actual, like, committed long-term relationships to know how to properly end things. I've definitely been a person in a situation where, like, I wanted to end things with a partner. And because he did something that was nice and thoughtful for me, I felt so guilty. I kept the relationship going for a whole year. Wow. Okay. And then I finally was like, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I just ended up getting the balls and I finally ended things with him. And it was like very passive aggressive for a bunch of months after that. And then thankfully we just... But like when you ended when you ended it with him, did you worry that he was gonna clap back and come at you physically? Him specifically, no. I mean, I feel like women need to make that call more often about whether or not they feel like that would happen because, like, um, I don't know. Like, men definitely get a bad rap for being emotionally mature, but I definitely know that there's a lot of women that have their own blind spots and their own emotional maturities. Mm-hmm. Like, I have seen and talk to female friends that just wanted to go hang out with another female friend from school but was so paralyzed just being rejected just on like a friend let's go hang out thing that they just couldn't do it and the friendship slipped away that's weird and like to me that's like an obvious sign of emotional maturity but I know a lot of women that have have a lot of problem putting themselves on the line putting themselves out there um, and I honestly think it's because, like, 
you are never ever forced to actually do it. There's an expectation of men to step up and do it, yeah. but women do not. There's not that expectation for women. You, you, I don't know. Like that, that sounds like that to me is really wild. I know you've mentioned it before, but it's just wild to me because like, um, I don't know. Me and my girlfriends, do we hang out? Oh, special quarantine now, like non-existent. But, um, but do we all talk and keep in communication? Absolutely. Some friends need more space than others, and that's respected. But like, I don't know, I feel like it's a little different for me just because a lot of my friends, with the exception of one, <laughs> maybe two, um, I've been friends with them for over, like well over, at least over five years. Mm. Like most of, if not all of my friends. Um, well, with the exception of one, you know. Um, but, but yeah, so like we under, I don't know, we have an understanding of each other that like, don't expect to hear from me every day. Hell, don't expect to hear from me from every week, but just, you know, you'll see me when you see me, you know? And it's not, there's no, there's no, um, there's no pressure. There's no resentment. There's no nothing because life happens. I mean, I, I feel you, but I also kind of feel like this is a bit of a disanalogous situation because it's like, it's more like if you and your friends you were working together at a job you know whatever for like a year or something you guys are talking to your friends and then you're about to quit the job and like do you give them the number to hang out with them after work because you've only really hung out at work before i've i've had friends who like i have work friends who we've all went different jobs and stuff they all have my number um again do we hang out outside of work very rarely definitely not super often um but there's no like bad intent like if we see each other or notice something online hey how's it going like an, a girlfriend of mine reached out to me a few months ago to let me know that she had a whole nother baby i was like oh my gosh like that's wonderful congratulations like she didn't have to share that with me but she did um so it just shows me that like, there's no there's no ill feelings there's no bad will if we don't always have the time or are willing to make the time because time is so important and like not everybody has it to give well baby i love you for having that kind of confidence but apparently not all women have that i i'm realizing this now you know, <laughs> You're telling me i'm like Damn. Apparent, apparently not all women feel like that if you don't uphold the relationship it'll still hold up and you guys will still be friendly and and i i i agree because like I've heard stories from like again friends of friends who go through that issue where they're like I have these needy friends and if I don't call them every week or if we don't go out every other weekend it's a problem and they think I'm mad at them and it's like I just want to sit at home and it's like <laughs> I'm like oof I get that yeah you know so so um I definitely feel it I definitely have had friends that I've kind of drifted away from because um home life kind of restricted where I could really go and what I could really do mm -hmm. which kind of sucks because I feel like I'm definitely disconnected from a number of my friends that I still have an affinity to um but I don't know I just I'm not here for the drama I know some women that just love mess in a relationship who feel like they're not living their best life unless there's some drama in the relationship like 
girlfriends who start fights with their partners. That's the one that's wild to me. <sighs> I hate. I've definitely had a partner like quote unquote like test me before. Like just had someone like message me on Instagram. I'm like, bro, that's so gross. I always broke up with them right when they did it to me. You actually wait. Hold on. You had somebody test you. Yep. Oh, I'm dying. You can't, you can't see me nodding, but yep, yep, I've had it happen. <laughs> yes. Dying. Oh I, my god. When I and when I found out, I was almost like, yo, I'm like very close to breaking up with you right now just for doing this. This is gross. I'm not gonna lie. I've helped. I've helped friends test their partners online. Gross. Like You're made toxic. a made a catfish again. This is when I was younger and toxic. So yes, I can admit <laughs> to it. Yeah. No. No. Like this was years and years and years ago. So that's why I'm like, yes. Um, I've definitely helped friends make catfish accounts. Um, message your boyfriends to see what they would say. Thankfully, they were loyal. But um, I do understand that. Like some women live for this. Some women feel like well, if they're if they're like, because, for example, the petty, insecure side of me, whenever I see you double tap Megan the Stallion, I'm like, oh, he's always liking her shit. Even when his phone's broken, it's still liked. How? <laughs> right? How? <laughs> right? I'm like, how? This guy's on it. Subscribe. And so... <laughs> I get jealous, but at the same time, I'm like, it's Megan this Stallion. I'm double tapping too. Like, she has cute looks. Yeah, she does. She has cute looks, and I get it. But like, some women, are, are like, if they're in a relationship with a man, you can't like no other bitches' photos. You have yeah. no business liking other bitches' photos. You only need to have eyes for me. See, I feel, I feel like there's like. I don't know. Everybody has their own weird measures of what like constitutes a good relationship and how you measure a good relationship. Like, I definitely feel like some of these people who just constantly want to have toxic stuff. And I definitely feel like this is the case both with Kelly and Brian in this relationship is that like they measured how successful the relationship was by how much they're willing to stomach for one another. And that's why like they were miserable together because they both thought that the fact that like they were so anxious just about talking to one another was somehow proof the relationship was good. But here's the thing. I understand having anxiety and hesitation to talk about certain things, but like, like a relationship shouldn't feel like work. You shouldn't feel like you shouldn't feel stressed (laughs) to be with your partner or to communicate with a partner or spend time with them. You know, it's like, they're supposed to be your escape from the rest of the shitty world and not, part of that shit so you know so um i don't know like i would i would say in terms of kelly and brian they need to go their own way they need to go go their own way um and kelly needs to focus on finishing school whatever she needs to be doing whatever hot girl shit she needs to get on city girl shit do what she needs to do find herself a sugar daddy if she wants to she's young enough she can still do it yeah um and it's quarantine right now you got time to work out girl facts (laughs) like whereas brian um he needs to work on himself feel comfortable and confident as a functional um a functional responsible grown-ass man um, and if what he's really looking for in a partner and a future future relationship is like maybe, you know, somebody who can help him 
manage responsibility, teach him responsibility. Maybe he needs to look at somebody who's not necessarily his age, but he can look maybe a little bit younger if he's mm-hmm. so desperate to be with somebody younger. But like, there's nothing wrong with women his own age. If anything, maybe being with a woman who already has her shit on deck, has her shit together, might light a fire under you to have your shit just as together so that you guys could grow together and become like a beautiful relationship. I mean, maybe, maybe more than that. I'm just saying, sometimes I'm like that. When I like, I've been in relationships where I've seen like, yo, this man's making making more money than me. What? What? I'll go and get a second job. <laughs> you know, I went and went and got a second job, so I was pulling in guap like that. Yeah, that sounds like you, Aries. <laughs> Competitive, right? But you're still gonna buy me flowers, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, just because I make all this extra money doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm just it, it. It might that kind of mentality might work for him as well. He might not feel like you know might encourage him because some guy I know some men like to feel like oh I'm the man I'm taking care of the house I'm bringing in that walk therefore I have a little dainty wife who's cooking and cleaning doing the house you know all that whatever archaic household imagery yeah um you know so like just don't think that they need to be like just out of high high school just out of university let the young girls live their life make their mistakes learn from it and grow in wisdom and and look at perhaps a woman who has lived their life made their mistakes and has grown in wisdom has some emotional maturity absolutely for sure absolutely who can recognize like you know problematic behavior be accountable for their own and and you know can meet you halfway sure for sure most important someone who has self-confidence i feel like there's a lot of people who go into relationships without their their selves and their self-confidence being in the right place because the truth is like a lot of times when you hear about toxic relationships like Mm -hmm. one of those partners is not feeling good enough about themselves that's why they're willing to take all the toxic behavior Ooh yes because like i i if you don't treat me right and you don't treat me like a friend then we are not friends right that's how i am right now is like if you if you treat me in a way that I don't like to be treated, I will tell you. And if you continue, then we will just stop talking to one another. Yeah, I'm definitely that person too. Like I, I like I reciprocate the energy you give. So if you give me lack of effort, best believe I'm giving you right back. Yeah. If you're giving me a hundred, I'm giving you a hundred. If you're giving me, you know, tender love and care, you're getting tender love and care. So um, I definitely agree. I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. Like, don't don't settle for less. Having no one is definitely better than having a subpar someone, yeah. or somebody that makes you feel lesser than, or somebody that makes you question your self worth. It's never worth it. Um, can women be toxic? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's also because like a lot of a lot of girls unfortunately don't recognize. Um, that you know, women, uh, women, that men, um, men have feelings. Men have feelings. Men don't get into relationships just for fun. Well, some men do, but I'm just saying, like, men get into relationships for the same reason women get into relationships. Yeah. They like the other person. They feel feelings. 
Sometimes they want to make a life with that person and grow with them. And they also find them sexy. That's true. Definitely that last one probably more so than the other ones. That's usually the first reason for most men. But, like, you would assume all those other layers kind of, like, build up as time goes on. Yeah, it just needs to be in a sexy package the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Um, Any final words, any final thoughts for Brian and Kelly? Um, Don't... To, to all the people out there, don't, don't be in relationships that make you unhappy. Yeah. Don't, don't do that to yourself. You deserve better than that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely do not settle for less. It's not worth it. Um, if something makes you unhappy, you should never be afraid to talk to your partner about it. I understand some things and some topics are harder than others. Um, but you should have trust and faith in knowing that your partner is here to support you and to uplift you and to hear what you have to say and what looks like a red flag talks like a red flag and waves like a red flag is a red flag don't ignore them for the risk of being lonely yeah that's true too just saying yeah with that I guess we will we will end this show. Thank you for joining me, Mister. Um, thank you to Brian and Kelly for submitting their story, and I hope they can hopefully find some peace and you know move on to, to better things separately. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this has been. Again, your host Lola. You can find us on Instagram at This Black Girl Podcast. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on uh, Anchor FM, Overcast, and any other platform that podcasts are streamed. Thank you again for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you.